0: to be successful in their careers or whatever they decide to do in the future, this episode is for you. Today, I'm joined by Michael Treza, the founder and CEO of Giant Leaps Learning, an online after-school enrichment program. Michael and his team help kids master the skills they'll need to become great leaders, not just in the future, but right now. Michael is going to talk to us about the foundational routines and behaviors he believes are essential for setting our teens up to thrive. Welcome, Michael. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. So Michael, start by giving us a little backstory. What got you focused and then started on helping kids become great leaders?
1: yeah, uh well, the short and simple answer is becoming a father when it comes down to it. I've been a technology entrepreneur for the last twenty two years or so. Um And uh, when I have a six year old daughter, when she when she was born, I just started to really think about the world that I was bringing her into, and how we were going to educate her how my wife and I were going to educate her to be a be a successful little human being in this kind of what I think of as a really dynamic world. And, um, yeah, that was really the impetus for, for building this company. It was, it was really about her and and her peers and future generations.
0: I love that. It did, yeah. it is amazing how becoming a parent changes your priorities and focus, right? It
1: changes everything. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean it's cliche to say, but yeah, it, it <laughs> but really it does. That's yeah. Cliche. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um so tell us a little bit about why, like what are some of the key skills that you focused in on on that we want to help them develop.
1: Yeah. I mean the, the three things that, that we really focus on are self-awareness, global awareness, and critical thinking skills. So those are sort of big words, and they don't mean a whole lot out of out of context. But what, what that means is we really want kids, we believe that, it, that if kids and young people understand who they are, who their natural strengths are, what their natural strengths are, what their natural interests are, that creates a foundation of confidence and, and, um, and purpose and and a kind of a relevance and a context around which they can like build a life on. And from there, everything's possible. And the next thing is global awareness and what that means to us is uh, not really about like global issues we're not talking about like politics or you know me too or things like that necessarily. What I mean is where the world could be going like where where the world is going what's the world going to look like in 10 or 20 years how is that going to impact the workforce how we communicate how we live and who do you see yourself being in that world that's sort of what we mean by well that's exactly what we mean by global awareness um and then critical thinking skills you know if, if you don't have creative problem solving skills creative um thinking skills you you are just not going to be relevant in the in the workforce and the world of the future so or even today for that matter so um so those are the three things that we really focus on and critical thinking skills for us is the ability to find information we don't really need better test takers in the world. we need better problem solvers. we need people who understand how to find information, how to use that information to make better decisions right so that's that's what that is for us, yeah so those are the three I, things and yeah,
0: I mean those three things are so huge, I think
1: yeah.
0: how we help them do that and what that means. I want to kind of dig it a little bit sure. into each one of them because they are all just yeah they're they're extraordinarily big. important. Um, sure. so the first one is about about themselves and finding their strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do we do that in a world where and I will say it's really hard as a parent when mm-hmm. you either struggle to see what your child's strengths are sometimes some people mm-hmm. do, right? Or mm-hmm. the strengths that you're finding you don't feel are the strengths they need to succeed. Right. So I see that, too, where they're like, these are their strengths, but I'd really like them to get better at this.
1: Yeah. So How do we
0: help kids and how do we allow our kids to lean into their strengths?
1: You know, I I saw something and I read something yesterday that's really relevant to to this. And it was uh, and I'm not going to be able to quote it verbatim, um, but it's something around parents would be better served, would well served to see the fullness, to recognize the fullness of their kids expression. And what what how that resonated with me was the strengths that we see in our kids or we want them to develop man I, I wish my kid was uh, better at um, math or better at better at these things that we think are going to translate into uh, success and careers and stability and things like that in the future may maybe valid for sure but but it's really easy to overlook the things that your kids are naturally drawn to and engage with. And sometimes it's really important to recognize that that may be their superpower, something around that may be their superpower, and that could be that that could be the beginning of the a, a, an incredible trajectory for them for the rest of their lives. Um, so to, to answer that, I, I would say like the best things we could do are really to look for where they're strong, and and figure out ways to encourage that to grow that into something that that can be valuable to the to the world or valuable to their to their sphere of influence
0: yeah and one thing I've seen with that too I'm curious your take on this is Mm -hmm. sometimes those strengths we perceive as flaws or weaknesses yeah yeah and it's really the direction that they're taking it so
1: absolutely is that
0: you agree with that I'd love to hear your take on that
1: yeah I mean if I'm understanding you correct I mean what how I kind of think about that is let's say your, your kid is interested in gaming and it's really easy to complain, like all my kid wants to do is play games and not do work. Well, consider for a minute that, that there are careers in, in marketing, in, um, in finance, in pretty much every possible silo in the gaming world, right? So if, if you squash their interest in something that they're naturally engaged with, you're, you're closing off a pathway to them that could be something very, very relevant and um and enticing to them so if we think of ways to like mix and match interests th- those are really valuable pathways to to careers as far as i see or to forget careers to like lifelong success how
0: Does, so is that a, no that's exactly yeah. that's spot on and i mean I love hearing other people's perspectives, especially when they support my own. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, <right>? I know. <laughs> um, so before we go into the next two, which I think, can you just really quickly, you just use the word success, and that mm-hmm. is a loaded word.
1: Yeah, it doesn't How mean anything.
0: Defining I, success.
1: Yeah, I, and I define success as, as fulfillment, and uh, fulfillment for sure, and the ability to to um, I don't have the word. It's really early in the morning for me. Um, so not sustenance. Um, to take care of yourself. To um, to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Right. So, and to do that in a way that um, that you feel fulfilled in. Right. That you're not you're not um, hating life or waking up uh, with the Monday blues every day and and those those sort of things that are just really like common tropes in the in the world in the workforce. Um, It it doesn't need to be that case. I I think that success means fulfillment and the ability to take care of yourself and your family.
0: I love that. So let that kind of takes a little bit to the third one that you had said, which was the Mm -hmm. problem solving, because Mm -hmm. um, what I'm seeing a lot of is kind of the opposite of what you just said, not just in work, but in school. right? Like there is literally the Monday, oh God, here I go again, where we're teaching our kids that life is about doing stuff we hate. Yeah. Um, And it's about repeating back what we've learned the way, you know, kind of, so talk to me about, or us about problem solving and how that kind of helps them develop and how we help them build that skill.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at the, at the very tip of that iceberg is what in life isn't a isn't a problem to be solved. I like we'd like to think of them as just challenges and opportunities for learning, but but what project or what anything worth doing or just anything isn't isn't a problem to solve and and maybe there's a a better or creative more creative way to solve it. Um, So it it's relevant to everything that you do in life. Absolutely everything. So it's critical. It's completely critical and important. Um, And the way I think of it around how schools deal with things are they don't make they they don't make it relevant, they don't make the things that students are asked to learn relevant to them. And kids these days are far too smart and far too aware of the, of the world to not see that relevant or to not see that that disconnect. Yeah. Right. And like, why am I learning this and or why am I being asked to learn this? And when teachers and administrators can't give them real answers that they're buying, um, then there's a massive disconnect with learning for uh, for us it's the other way around Um, we we really need to we we really figured out how to engage a kid and get them curious about things and then from from that basis you can teach them anything Um, but and creative problem solving is a big component and the the way we approach it is I guess I don't know what the, the word is for it's, it's Socratic inquiry, it's it's giving them ways to ask better questions, to not not answer their questions with answers, but to answer their questions with more questions, sometimes, and forcing them to stretch and reach and think. Um, and I could talk about that topic for a really long time. So maybe give me some guide rails. And, and, and no, I'll...
0: I know. And I think I think one of the things that's hard is that we see um one of the things I see that we kind of fall into is solving problems for our kids. Yeah, sure. In, in sure. trying to make their lives easier or trying to make sure that, you know, we're worried they're not going right, to make the right choices. So yeah. what is some guidance for parents who are like, mm, I want my kids to learn critical thinking, but their their choices now and their ability to think critically is terrible right now. And I don't trust them to make good choices.
1: Can you give me an example? Yeah. So
0: just when it comes to homework, I mean, that's a really blatant and easy one is parents will ride their kids about their homework all the time, right? Mm -hmm. They're on them all the time about it. And then, you know, they say, I don't trust my kids to do their homework if I don't do it. Or, you know, not playing video games like you're saying if i'm not in there making a decision on what they do with their time they're going to choose poorly what they do with their time so i need to go in there and decide for them
1: yeah yeah so are you saying like are you asking like methods to s- sort of solve for that, I su- I suppose?
0: Well, yeah, or kind of even just a mindset on how do we address when yeah. we're worried about the choices they're making, but we also need to let them make choices to mm. develop those critical thinking. Okay, well,
1: that, that, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. And I think, I think the answer on some level is, well, if we, if we want them to act like adults, we need to treat them a little bit more like adults. And that means co- things come with consequences in, in adult and, and that 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 doesn't necessarily ha- have to have a negative connotation. But as adults and as people in the world, whatever you do has it as a correlated action, has a has an output on the other end. If you don't do your homework, you're going to you're going to get X grades. And that means whatever the next the next goal you have may not be uh, may not work. Um, so I think. Ma- parents could do a a better job of helping their helping their kids understand really the real life consequences and I think that may be a big miss in parenting. um, From what I from what I see at least is there are really few consequences for for kids without parents stepping in to solve the problem for them. And I think that and I don't mean consequences as punishment I just mean you know the, the things that happen as a result of you doing or not doing an action. Um and parents more often than not want to help it want to jump in and fix things for their kids and that's not giving them the tools to do it for themselves. Um I don't know if that's too hypoth- or too like hypothetical of an answer or or or, or No, not. no. I think I that's
0: yeah, and I think that's I, I, I like that because I think it is really hard for us to do, mm. but hearing the why of yeah. why we need to do that and where and, that leads.
1: And I'll give you an example of yeah, something please. that i see that I see a lot um is uh we work with a lot of college counselors or just what our program does it really aligns well with with that kind of track um what I see or what I hear a lot is um students who are supposed to get their college essays done aren't are just aren't getting it done, and the parents are jumping in and writing it for them um or you know doing a lot of like the the edits and things like that for them um well, what is what is that really helping the student or what is that teaching the kid right then and there in, in that moment? Um, I don't know that I would say, like, let the kid just not get it done. But but by you doing it as a parent, that sends every wrong message possible that, that things are going to be solved for them and that there are no consequences for for their inaction. Um, yeah. Does that bring it to the, like down to that's the real a, world? That's a little bit? really
0: good one. Yeah, that's a really good one because we'll see it with homework too. Um, yeah, yeah. So, what are some tips? Like, what I guess I'm curious too. What are some skills that you tend to see are lacking these days that we we want to, as parents, kind of focus more on and making sure we're really. Targeting or yeah. making sure we're doing things that are strengthening those. Yeah.
1: I mean, really creative problem solving and I mean, and all these things that we, that we work with are really lacking. Unfortunately, you know, kids by and large these days. Um, uh, are really conditioned to have to, to being told what to do next. Mm. Um, and that is, that's not how the, that's not how things really work. Um, very, very well in the real world, very often, it's, up it's going to be up to you to determine what your next actions are, um, and to organize those properly. Um, what I think some of the skills that are that are lacking and would be really useful right now is um, creative problem solving, but the way I think of it is sort of like project management on, on some level, like how do you address a multi step like a, a big project and break it down into multiple steps and and execute on on those steps mm-hmm. um that's something that is it's really not dealt with in schools very much and that's 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 something that forms the basis of almost every job on some level and uh, many tasks in life
0: yeah it also reduces anxiety because now you have a plan
1: yeah rather and yeah. i've seen that yeah. with a
0: lot of the students i work with is they're so anxious because there's so much stuff yeah And when we kind of help them show them and teach them how to come up with their plan right Um, it reduces that so let's go into the last one because i Mm -hmm. think this you know the global um awareness is that what it was that you called it yeah Yeah. so that one i feel like the way you were describing it is really what gives our kids the the passion and the and the motivation
1: so tell us a
0: little bit more about
1: that yeah that i mean that's the most interesting and exciting part of, of what we do we get to talk about We get to talk about hypotheticals, where the world is going, where it could be going. And that's what really engages the students that we work with. When you when you ask a kid, like, what are you interested in? You know, are you interested in gaming? Are you interested in sports? What do you think that's going to look like in 20 years? Like, you tell me what kid doesn't doesn't lean into that conversation. You know, you're talking about what they want to talk about. And once you once you do that, once you kind of build rapport in, in that little, in that little area right there, then you can teach them all sorts of incredible things and really valuable things yeah. um, but but yeah that that's what our program is really focused on is exploring the potentials of the world and how those are going to impact the way we live, learn, and work um, and it gives them an awareness into career options and and, and the, uh, yeah, let's just call it career options in the future the, in a way that school doesn't yeah. you know um, what I mentioned before was if you're interested in gaming. Well, you could you could be in finance and gaming or marketing and gaming or copywriting or design or any other any other field in gaming. And the the one of the big problems that I see with traditional schools is that they do a good job of showing kids where the world has been, but a pretty terrible job of of maybe introducing them to where it could be going. And there's 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 100 jobs that are going to be here uh, 10 years from now that that aren't even imagined today. I'm telling um, you this wasn't imagined when I was in school. Absolutely not. No. No, I mean <laughs> absolutely not. No. Yeah, I mean it wasn't that long ago. I mean, I grew up in the the 90s, 80s 90s and computers were around, you know, I had an Apple 2GS and we had we had the internet when I was in elementary school. Um but nobody was nobody was um suggesting that I go into programming or technology or something like that. And by the time I graduated college, you couldn't find enough programmers right? and the, the world was just in a different it was just a different place. Right. And we're, we're seeing those sort of I think it's naive to think that those sort of jumps aren't going to continue to happen. You know, yeah. it's it, it's hard to spot them now in the moment, but mm-hmm. but that's going to keep happening. The iPhone was what, 15 years ago? Can you imagine that really? Yeah. In 2007, you remember, can you even picture a world before a smartphone? like how people communicate, how we lived. Yeah, I know. It's it's silly, right? <laughs> but when you think about it, like all everything that you get done, I mean, you FaceTime family across the, the country, you, yeah. you text you, you find all your information online. I mean, what can't you do with it? And, and what the world looked like 15 years ago before then was was very different, whether we like sit and recognize that or not. Yeah. And the question that I'm always kind of making kids uh, kind of get their arms around is, What's coming next that is going to have a that significant of an impact on the world and it's something that you're going to see it's worthwhile to track that, you know.
0: So the 3 things that you're saying to kind of jibe with that is that it's not necessarily about the specific knowledge as it is about the skills and the ability to learn
1: yes and very find much that so. knowledge
0: and also to find our own strengths and our own passions so that we know moving forward we're going to be able to follow that path wherever it may lead because we don't know absolutely. where that path goes absolutely but we've got the path okay
1: yeah And you think about what happened during covid and we all saw it there were so many people the rug got pulled out from everybody, whether you yeah. liked it or not. Right. And there were so many people who just came to a full stop, because they weren't flexible in their thinking, like they had a career that just ended or just paused. And there was there was there was not much more they could do, you know, they, they, they didn't have the flexible thinking to to adapt and, you know, um, and be agile, right. Um, I think the world is going to be more and more dynamic. And I think the, the more adaptable and agile, we can make our our next generation, um, the more uh, the more successful and relevant they 're going to be so i, I don 't think what our program does it it, it 's not designed to to put a kid through a cryptocurrency class and have them become an expert in cryptocurrency it 's about putting them through a module in cryptocurrency and to think about what the world could look like with it, where all currency is digital um as an example of one of our modules right so it's it 's not about the the writing code or or any one of the specific um niches that we talk about it's 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 consequential thinking and that's that's something that's really missing in schools and forget schools just in in conversations at home right you know
0: exactly so michael people Mm. are interested now in what you're doing how do they find you
1: giantleapslearning.com And uh, anybody who's interested or just wants to have a conversation, just email me at michael at giantleapslearning.com. And uh, I'd love to have a conversation with you.
0: Wonderful, put those notes in the, put all that in the show notes. What is the one thing that you want parents to walk away with today? What is the biggest takeaway?
1: Have what I think of as have non-charged conversations with your kids. Be curious about who they are, what makes them them and put aside all of the the charge is how I think of it um, and, and judgment is really what yeah. charges, put aside all of that and ask them about what they're interested in and really engage in that conversation and forget what you think that means in terms of their trajectory or money-making or whatever. Just get curious about them and see that that doesn't change the relationship if you keep doing that.
0: I love that thank you so much Michael I'm so grateful you could join us today
1: thank you for having me Dr. Cam I appreciate it
0: absolutely and thank you parents for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us I appreciate you as well if you want to learn more about how to help your teens thrive you can grab my top 10 secrets for raising teens at askdrcam.com parenting tips until next time have a peaceful positive calm day I love it And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.